Black Educated and Broke is a weekly entertainment podcast where we mix hip hop headlines and all things ATL into the success of Black millennials and of Black culture. You are nasty. I hope they didn't know. That's that's what she said. Oh my God. See, I just be trying to start the show up. Black Educated and Broke, which thank you all for tuning in, but then I got to deal with, you know, the shenanigans of Q and, and everybody else except for Maya. Exactly. You know what we going to do? We going to make it do what it do. Yo, where are this coming from? She didn't roll. First of all, she was with us for over almost, what, 18 hours, if not more, in a span of two days. Right. And... <laughs> If you made it through that, you could. I mean, you did look. You Hell, we Ryan made out. it. We you made cussed it. Ryan out for his music selection. <laughs> Ryan was tripping. Like, come on, dude. That was uh, not a free ride. No, the funny part. Saturday. Saturday. Randy was late. Late as hell. Yep. <laughs> Who was late on Saturday? You, you were late. We oh, were about to get started God. without you. So, guys, what we're talking about this past weekend, we had a couple excursions. Okay, the first one, we were on On My Radio Season 2, and I was just a little late. Like, I was only, like, 10 minutes. That was an it. An hour. An hour. No, oh, no, absolutely not an hour. No, try again, homeboy. You tried it. It was close. Jay, Jay was like, you know, she ain't here in a few minutes. We're just going to get started. Parking lot. 9.30 was the meet time. 9.30 was the meet time, and Randy got there at 10.20. 10 that That's roughly, okay, I, 50 minutes, I'm sorry. Because here's the thing, but here's the thing, because originally we were going to start at 10. I thought you wanted to be there 30 minutes early to be on the court like the last time, which it really wasn't to start till 10. So my mind, oh, well, shit, I'm just 12 minutes. But it don't even matter when I got there. It still wasn't time for me to sit in the damn chair. Y'all so see I'm what coming. we made it through this weekend. That's our right. point is proven. Yep. No, well, we can go to break now, Zay. We really <laughs> can go to break. That, that's the intro right there. Anyway, no, because it gets better than that with the music and listening in Ron's car and Randy getting mad. That shit was hilarious. So, okay, so thank you, Jade, Angela Moore, guys. We'll be put more information about the On My Radio season two. That was our Saturday adventure. We're going to be right. on there playing Black Coming in December. They'll be with us in December. They'll be with us in December, but I think the, 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 it releases in January, which we'll right. put all that on our social. Yeah, the 8th, January 8th. January the 8th, okay. But also that same weekend, you know, we had uh, Dwayne Hirsch and um, the other gentleman. And, uh Thank you, Reggie. And we went to their uh, Green Hemptoe Farm field trip, okay? And that was a lot of fun. But here's the thing. On the way there, and I feel like people that are listening, y'all can re- reason with me, right? If you're riding or road tripping with someone, okay, usually it's fair game. The driver, hey, they got They get to rule the, the music, right? But I feel like that's when you ain't got to pay for nothing. Or you may put, like, a few something here and there. But we all put in. I mean, you did put a few something here and there since it we split it up. Us. Listen, it wasn't yeah. just Randy. It was the other four of you guys. But Randy was the only one complaining about the music out loud. Right. The, the driver needs to be comfortable. The, yeah, the driver's got to be trip. Uh, This is Georgia. We, we rode through the four areas of Georgia. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me explain something to you. Let me explain something to you. You wasn't in no Uber. We don't pass the arts cord or the Bluetooth. You understand me? <laughs> we don't do that. The only commitment, the only commitment you gonna get from me is I'm gonna bring you back the same way you left. And you just to let and you know, I did that. Now let me explain something. Hold on, hold on. Let me explain something else. Sundays, on Sundays, that's how I roll anyway. On Sundays, that's how I roll anyway. I'm either knocking something from the West Coast or I'm listening to. Oh, and then you prove you prove that you ain't really from Texas. Because I, I played you, I played UGK for you. Yeah, but that ain't Dallas. That ain't Dallas though. That ain't quite the same. But here's the thing. Who don't listen to UGK in Dallas? 
Hold on, here's the thing though. This is back in the, the 2000s, home, but we in 2020, big dog. Actually, that was 90s. That was 90s. That was like their first album. It, but this nigga, Listen, I can see 40 we plus. Her gospel too, so we don't want to hear it. I'm playing some gospel. Oh, you had this cousin she doing. She wanted we, all we this. We played gospel. some gospel. We played gospel before the singing. You gave without. in. You we gave played, in. We played gospel. one gospel song. All right, let what me play. What I'm not about to play is no Dak going 21 solid, 21 garbage, or no damn Miss Mulatto. That's not going to happen. Let me play devil's advocate right quick. Because I saw both sides. So Rod is the driver. So yes, he does have to be comfortable. So if we if it's gonna play something that we're gonna keep him alert, then that's a problem for all of us. On the flip side to that, Randy did want to switch it up some, like maybe not so much early 90s, middle 90s hip hop, just to flip it around a little bit so everybody's comfortable. I think you got to play, like when you're driving, yes, but when you got a group of people, you kind of got to play to something else that they like in addition. You, you and Mike was vibing with it. Because we listen to that shit, but the ladies don't listen to that. I listen to it, but, but I don't to Maya. Maya two and a half, four on, goddamn hours. You do know on the way back. I, I mean, she wasn't even awake, Hills. All right. Yep. <laughs> Maya was reading the book. On the way down there. She did that. Randy went to sleep on the way down there, and Randy went to sleep on the way back. So she wasn't listening to the shit either way it went. Well, so it was good. I had to put myself out of my misery and just sleep. Because I'm like, he's going to do what he's going to do. I thought you was in prayer. I thought you had looked at church. This is why I bring my book. In my headphones. This listen, is why I have my. That's how I kick it on Sunday. Is I'm either listening to something old, I'm listening to something from the West Coast. You don't listen trip. to Nipsey, and you don't listen to J Rock. So I do listen to Nipsey Hustle. What you said that? Everybody well, should have said play Nipsey Hustle then, but you didn't. No, homeboy, you didn't play nothing else but that same tired ass two step. So you could have played Nipsey. Two step. What are you talking about? Okay, anyway, I digress because he's getting my blood pressure up. Nevertheless, we had an amazing trip. Uh, we also, over this past weekend, they went ahead and, what do you call it when they get rid of the plants? They burn them? What is it called, the process? They harvest it. Thank, Thank you, Maya. Thank you. <laughs> they harvest it. I don't know they harvest. They harvested the, uh, what, Nick? Next time we go down there, Randy's just going to ride in the trunk. And she ain't going to matter. We'll put your little ass in the trunk. How about that? Your little ass in a goddamn Buick trunk. And you can ride along too, okay? Oh, what what was that? Oh. She said, I'm coming down, so up, rip the game, blow up. Anyway, they like me because I ain't trying to control her. Hey, shout out to that uh that black state trooper to let me go. Have my right. ass dead to rights. I would I think sleep thank on his ass. I looked up, he was looking at me. I, I saw went. the whole thing. Q, I, I was really about to say something because Q really looked. And then shifted stuff to side. I was like, uh-uh. I'm going to sleep on him. Oh my God, he's going over 80. Speaking of going to the hemp farm, we did have a great time. It was an amazing experience seeing the beginning process from it being grown in the ground to getting harvested to hearing about how they got started to being able to sample to the product. An amazing amount of product. Which talk about that CBG because that, that's something different than CBD. Yeah, well, you know we'll have them back. We talked about that on an episode. We'll, we'll bring that back. But I did. I kind of wanted to transition because my favorite rapper, the Goat, <laughs> Hov, Marcy Project son, oh, I forgot about the rest. Jay Z has started his first. Well, I can say his first. He started his own cannabis line. I think okay. that's amazing. Out of California. Now he's not the first. The first famous person to do it, Martha Stewart, 
Snoop Dogg and Whoopi Goldberg all have their own. Yes, yes. Whoopi. Oh, yeah. Whoopi Goldberg. Goldberg is fire. Yeah, I yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm actually excited to see. You know, we're big advocates of marijuana on this show. Um, and herbal, herbal essence. Herbal, herbal essence. essence. Yes. Thank we you. We are professionals. Thank you. What's the name of his uh of Jay Z's? Yeah. Uh, probably uh, Beyonce or the Twins or uh, no. Blue. No, it's called uh, it's the called, Blue. Uh, Blue Ivy. No, I said the Blue. <laughs> no, I'm lying. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Don't quote oh me God, on that. Uh, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, it's, it's monogram is the name of the the company though. Monogram. So I don't know that he has the strain names, you know, picked out yet, but Monogram, that's where we starting. And they had a whole Monogram playlist on title. For the watch. Yeah, it was dope. There was a bunch of smoke songs on there. Bob Marley, Wiz Khalifa, Rihanna, you know, all the potheads, all the people we respect. Okay, respecting potheads. You only hear that on Black Educated and Broke. But guys, regardless of that, we had an amazing weekend. Thank you to everybody who allowed us to participate. Uh, glad that you know we can all we travel together, we argue together, we work together. It's what family does. So in in regards to this family filled show, give you guys a little bit. We're going to be talking about this show. Of course, we got Melanin News. We're going to have an exclusive with Sydney A and um, AKA DJ Alma Donatella of Chicago. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, we also are going to have uh, Mike Patterson. You know the NFL talk, some predictions. Hey. Oh. Oh. Hey, Look, I hate to be on this show. How many times? Oh, Lord. What what a break. Mike Patterson. Patterson. I said Patton. You said no, Patton. Y'all know what <laughs> Mike Patton. We good, boo. All right. And then, of course, you know, we have the BT Hip Hop Awards. So there's so much more to cover this show. So come on back right here on Black Educated Inbred. Black icons. It's strong. It's empowerment. It's leadership. It's me. It's the culture. I'm African American. My skin tone is brown. I have a son. He's African American. His skin tone is brown. I'm here to uplift. I'm here to inspire. I'm here to lead. You can follow us at Black Icons 83 on Facebook and Instagram. And right now we're working on the website, so anything you see on the page, you can shoot us a DM. And someone to get back to you within 24 hours. Shop Black Icons. What's up, y'all? This is Jade Angela Moore, and guess what I listen to whenever I need to get caught up on anything with black culture? You already know, black, educated, and broke. Y'all make sure y'all check them out, follow them, because, oh my gosh, I am a huge fan. You got it? I'm Mike Presley. No, I'm Mike B. And listen, for the latest in black news, melanin news, make sure you're listening to me on Black, Educated, and Broke. All right, guys, we are back here on Black Educated and Broke. Shout out to Black Icons. That was our commercial that you just heard um, as we post them all the time on our page. Uh, we always want to support small businesses, and we especially want to support brands who are represented for the culture. That's right. Where my Black Icons had it? I got the prize. Black I, had so I had it on this weekend. I did. I did. 
Well, you did, Mike. We was at all of our tours. See, Mike yeah, B be representing. They need to give you some free merch right there on the screen, okay? But also, before we took the break, we were talking about Melanin News, and we had, like, a special segment because we are going to have Sydney A in the building. So, But I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to my brother, Mike B, so he can give us these headlines. All right, so before we get into just this special election uh, conversation that we're doing, I got a couple of headlines. So the number one thing, flip the Senate. It's a rising social media cap. Now, of 2,000 politicians to ever serve in the U.S. Senate, only 10 have been black. So as Senator Kamala Harris takes her place seeking the vice presidency, Cory Booker is the lone black senator in the Democratic Party seeking re-election out of New Jersey. Former Secretary of Agriculture of the Clinton administration, Mike Espy, is running for a second time in Mississippi. Jamie Harrison is running to unseat South Carolina incumbent Republican Senator Lindsey Graham. 35-year-old Mayor Adrian Perkins of Shreveport, Louisiana. He's seeking to unseat Republican Senator Bill Cassidy and the Reverend Dr. Raphael Warnock, the youngest pastor appointed to the historic Ebenezer Baptist Church, home of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., is seeking the seat of longtime Republican Georgia Senator Johnny Isaacson, which was appointed to, of course, WNBA Dream co-owner Kelly Leffler, and she's running as well. And lastly, Black Girl Magic, former organizer, first-time political candidate Marquita Bradshaw. She's seeking a Senate seat in Tennessee. Now, Bradshaw became the first Black woman to win a major political party nomination in any statewide race in Tennessee. So, run, tell your boy Cube, uh, Biden or Trump, they can't do nothing without a Congress in their favor. So, you know what? If you didn't vote early, November 3rd. Now, we've been awaiting, finally, the long-awaited Richard Pryor biopic has a new director, a writer, producer, and that's Blackish creator, Kenya Barrett. So from TV One, MGM just recently, they acquired the rights not only for the Richard Pryor story, but also the rights to the Sammy Davis Jr. biopic. So shout out to MGM for that. And y'all keep playing with this Rona if you want to. So this kind of hurt me, but a beautiful young sister. It's on our social media, 26-year-old bailiff and deputy Lakia Rouse. She just passed away one day after she was hospitalized due to coronavirus. Now, after working the full shift at the Guilford Courthouse, that's in North Carolina, the next day she seemed sick, left work for the hospital. The press release says that the medical officials have not connected the virus to her death. And also another fatal police shooting, Walter Wallace Jr., 27 years old, a black man out of Philadelphia was killed this past Monday after officers say he approached them with a knife. I have that image posted on my Twitter page, Mike B underscore news. Now joining us just for a few minutes from Chicago, Democratic political commentator of the YouTube show, hashtag Biden Harris Watch. She does that with Reese of Black Woman Views Media. She, you can see her on Roland Martin Unfiltered. Uh, Drew comments, he's uh, viral on, on his videos about uh, Kamala Harris, but a Kamala Harris advocate, my friend, Sydney A, also known as DJ Alma Donatella. Welcome to Melanin News right here on Black Educated and Broke. So I want to get right into it real quickly. A lot of headlines this past week, November 3rd, the election is Tuesday. Judge Amy Barrett. Now, she replaces the late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the U.S. Supreme Court. What does that look like for Democrats with a conservative court, as people are calling it? We don't get a video? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> I, I, I appreciate y'all having me on. 
Uh, this time, um, I decided to kind of just join in audio uh, first time around. Uh, but uh, since I see that you guys have a platform for video, the next time I'll be sure to get on camera, hop on and talk to your audience. I would definitely love. So you, y'all got to invite me back. So that's that's what that means. But <laughs> so, but uh, but yeah, again, I definitely appreciate you guys uh, taking the time to, to 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 bring me onto the show. Um, and basically, what you know, what a conservative court looks like. Um, it, it definitely, it, it, you know, I will say this, uh, healthcare is on the ballot, you know, uh, mm. that means, you know, with a, you know, with a conservative leaning court, um, that means things like pre-existing conditions will matter again, you know, and whether or not someone is able to get health insurance, you know, I know this is an important thing for a lot of folks, um, especially those who are, um, you know, who will be considered survivors of this pandemic. Uh, so yeah, they are, they're, they're talking about taking healthcare and away from folks in the middle of a, you know, a raging pandemic. Um, that means that abortion, contraception, uh, IVF, uh, you know, black maternal health, those are all things that are on the chopping block as well. You know, all of the funding that we would have to go into, you know, understanding why so many, you know, black women are dying from pre preeclampsia during pregnancy and, and childbirth. And, you know, we're, you know, all of the, um, all of the, uh, the, so all of the systems that we need to fund and put into play uh, to, you know, get this research off the ground, that's essentially going to be thwarted as well. You know, if, mm. if, if they are able to, you know, overturn Roe because all of those things, Roe versus Wade, all of those things go into, you know, Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood is not just about abortion. It's about health care. Um, you know, women who, who need, you know, low cost mammograms won't be able to get those anymore. Um, birth control is on, you know, on the ballot. That means that they're getting rid of all forms of contraception uh, with an exception of maybe condoms. I'm not sure how that's going to play for that, but um, this is how extreme um, Amy Cohen Barrett's views are. You know, she has, she has proven to be an extremist when it comes to the way that she, you know, has, you know, legislated in the past and talked about, I wouldn't even say legislated, but the, the, um, the cases that she's taken on and the, uh, groups that she has endorsed and, uh, or have endorsed her per se, you know, are known as groups. Uh, she, uh, she was involved in a case recently where, um, she ruled on the side of an employer, uh, when a, uh, when a black employee uh, sued um, for racial discrimination and she basically stated that, you know, the N-word uh, was not considered to be hostile um, on a work floor. So basically wow. she in favor of these, you know, the, the employer's um, the, uh, the the employer's right to use racial epithets on a work floor for minorities. So that's that's what we're looking at here. The the way that we're able to combat this is, as you guys stated in the you know earlier in the segment, we have to take back the Senate. We have to take we have to have control of the House and in the Senate. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Exactly. Because what we have to do is, is that we have to have so many um, barriers put into place, you know, judicial, you know, judicial barriers from before we even have to use 
the Supreme Court. Um, we need to make sure that, you know, the VRA is reinstated. We need to make sure, uh, you know, that civil rights are protected from the top to the bottom. That's We're talking about the ADA as well. Uh, the ADA is on the line. We're talking same-sex marriage is on the line here. All of these things need to be protected and we need ethics committees in place. And the only way that we're going to be able to do that and rebuild, you know, a strong, you know, executive branch of government is by making sure that Democrats have the power that they need to get these things done. When Democrats are in power, things change for the better for, for everyone. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I got with a Senate majority and still control of the House. Will Democrats deliver on a federal level that will get more people involved locally? I think that's been the next thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, and 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 getting involved at the local level starts with you know small committees. We're talking you know school boards, you know school elections. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about you know even I mean, if you guys are listening out there and you guys want to start a union, if you guys you know if you get enough folks involved in your workspace and you guys want to start a union, that's a way to get started with civil duties. You know what I'm saying or civil work, if you will. And then you can go from there. You can become a commissioner. You can become, you know, a, a representative. You can go out and get people registered to vote. You can do, there's so many different things that we all can do to ensure that, you know, our local politics are matching what's happening. Gotcha. So that, my next question is, uh, with this presidency, uh, you know, a lot of people uh, are, are not feeling the ticket. But why the Biden-Harris ticket? Got to know what's going it's on. background is going. <laughs> Sitting there, you good? Your mic went out. Yeah, the it was this the, the host was was muting me. I guess they were trying to figure out who who the background noise was coming from. I got you all good. So my my next yeah. question is the the Biden Harris ticket. You got people against it. People love it. People like eh, whatever. Why this ticket? Okay, yeah, that's a great question. Um, again. We can just go back to the data. We can just look at the amount of dollars being poured into this ticket from the time that Kamala mm-hmm. was announced as VP. And that, if I'm, I'm a person that you know, I, I I know numbers. You know, you know, women lie, men lie, but numbers never lie. And the numbers <laughs> show how wildly popular this ticket is. So I think that what we need to remember is that there are folks in the media who are not necessarily in touch with what's happening on the ground mm-hmm. and for those who have concerns about why you know this ticket and its popularity should talk to everyday people about what Kamala means to them or what a Biden uh you know what a Biden presidency will mean to them especially older Americans you know who were who have supported Joe Biden for years right this is a ticket that people know this is a ticket that is familiar to a lot of people and this is a ticket that is going to elevate the you know the 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 livelihoods of so many different people from so many different walks of life walks of life we're talking i mean we're talking record turnout already from south asians which is a 
demographic that has been religiously ignored by political analysts all across the board for years and years and years. And they are a growing demographic. They are a strong demographic. And they are coming out in record numbers for Kamala because that is their representation. Just like she is just as much my representation as a black woman, she's also a South Asian woman at the same time. And she brings that element um, you know, to this ticket where she's able to, where, where, where Biden is looking at things on a macro scale, Kamala can come in and chisel in on the micro level and get to those and and get to those groups that have never been crossed before by you know by politics those those unforgotten groups those folks that you know feel like their voices are being suppressed and they're never you know they're never represented by you know by uh by politicians at the national level I hear Kamala I hear Kamala's voice in my in my um in my hairdresser you know in my hair salon mm. and she's on v uh you know v103 talking to you know my aunties and my grandmother and them and she's you know hey you know my friend dick durbin and i'm just like dick durbin is the uh the incumbent illinois state democratic uh, uh illinois mm-hmm. uh, for the democrats but when i hear that i instantly think wow how many how many of these elders, these black elders on the south side of Chicago, on the west side of Chicago, are gonna hear this black woman, this AKA from Howard, and be like, oh, she gonna do that, baby gonna do everything she gonna do. Y'all know how they do, you know? So it's, 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 just, it's just such a well-rounded ticket. And that is okay. why perfect ticket for right now because it is an inclusive ticket. You know, we're talking about, a, you know, a former AG, who, you know, whose monumental work, uh, you know, led to, you know, the uh, the the legalization of same-sex marriage at the national level. I mean, we're talking about, you know, an attorney general who went out of her way to end the the, the gay panic defense that was used to, um, you know, for, for that was used in defense of folks who were murdering transgender people, women in particular. Um, so when you think about the lens that both of these candidates bring to this to, to this ticket it's there there's there's something for everyone you know gotcha. you have conservatives that can you know align with what you know joe biden is talking about you can you you have your progressives that you know i mean kamala harris is the, the second most progressive senator ranked after ed markey you really just you don't get much better than this ticket okay of the time I- so we got to get ready to get you out of here. Definitely appreciate you. My, my last question is, and uh, I don't know if the team got questions, so we, we got, I don't know how much time we got. Um, well, a few minutes, but you uh, know. For black men and, and this ticket, can can black men, because we've seen the, the black men serve in the Democratic Party, uh, mostly elders. We got a couple of, of young young men now, like uh, the uh, Lieutenant Governor of Wisconsin, uh, uh, Mandela's, uh, I think a rising politician, Hakeem Jeffries. Uh, can black men trust this ticket? Yeah, that's a great question. Yes, absolutely. Uh, black men should be excited about this ticket. Black men should understand that they have an advocate in both Joe Biden and Kamala Harris mm-hmm. who have, you know, understood some of the uh, some of the intricacies that, you know, black men, you know, some of the, the adversary, I should say, not intricacies, but adversary that black men face uh, you know, as, you know, victims of police, you know, police violence, as victims of racism. Right. Uh, you know, from, and, and, and victims of, you know, of, of social injustices, you know, and 
And Kamala has that lens. You know, she led, you know, the the fight to, you know, uh, to 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 making sure that prisoners were, you know, former former felons were able to have jobs and training, you know, once they, you know, once they left prison, which would, you know, which would slow down recidivism. Um, I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly, but. Uh, <laughs> recidivism, you're, you're close. Perfect, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. That. But in, in short, this ticket is, uh, it, it, this is for Kamala, for black men, as it pertains to Kamala, Kamala is their advocate and she is going to be able to not just, you know, advocate for them, but listen to listen to what they really need and deliver on that. You know, and we can see that with the passing of the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. We can see this with, you know, with the um, with the ways in which they are funding HBCUs and, uh, you know, ending uh, uh you know they're they're trying to eliminate uh, student loan debt to a certain extent. You know they're getting you know we're 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 prioritizing mental health. We're prioritizing job training. All of these things will ultimately uplift not just black women but black men as well who you know tend to fall through those cracks. And Kamala has the has done the work. You know you know the tough work to make sure you know that these programs are not just you know efficient but that they're helping and they're changing people's lives for the better so i really do honestly think that you know black men will win with kamala i've always said that i've always felt that way and i think that if they have any questions or concerns that both joe biden and kamala harris are going to listen and that is the most important thing they're able to move so if you if you if you're not sure right now i would say bring it to them talk to them get a meeting get involved all right, November 3rd, that's Tuesday. Uh, if you haven't voted, get out and vote. Uh, thank you, sister. Uh, drop your social real quick so they can right. they can follow you. Thank you guys so much. I'm over here uh, stumbling over words, but I really appreciate you guys having me on tonight. Um, again, uh, it was an absolute pleasure. Uh, everybody can find me at the Sydney A, that's S-Y-D-N-E-Y, capital A, on Twitter. And I am the Sydney A Live, that's S-Y-D-N-E-Y, capital A, live. T-H-E at the beginning. Um, on Instagram, uh, I am a wild time, so y'all can come and <laughs> uh, you never know what you, I'm a bag of tricks, man. You never know what you're going to get, but uh, I definitely uh, appreciate you guys having me on tonight, and I look forward to joining y'all again. And, yeah, and next time, I promise y'all, I will be on video, made up. I got a ring light, all that stuff. Yes. You got <laughs> to bring the mix. You got to mix. <laughs> For sure. At any time. Any all right, sister. All right. We definitely appreciate you. Y'all been listening to my girl right here on Black Educated and Broke. business that needs a social media makeover or perhaps you just simply do not have the time to run your business and manage your social presence allow randy o pnr to take the wheel from posting content to engaging with customers randy o pnr will seamlessly handle all of your social media needs for a list of all of their services go to www.randyopnr.com or check them out on social media at randy o pnr take the worrying out of posting and allow the experts at Radio PNR to handle it for you. What's up, what's up? This is your boy, comedian Marlon Ballard, man. Y'all heard that.
Educated and Broke podcast, man. Check these cats out. They're funny, man. We had a hell of a time. Check them out every single week. Tune in. Want to know more about your favorite independent filmmakers? Well, stay locked into Black Educated and Broke. I'm Sinead JC, and I'll be covering all things behind the scenes. But anyway, before we took a break, I want to say thank you again to uh, Sydney A. Definitely dropping knowledge of us in that extended portion of Melanin News. We're going to have her back the day after elections because I cannot wait to hear what she's going to say. So we appreciate her. Make sure you listen and follow her. And what's the name of their show? It's called Biden Harris. That's their YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. Hashtag Biden Harris. Watch. All together. Check him out. Check him all out. Right. Um, so, but also, before we went into all of that earlier show, I talked about our sports talk. We got Mike Patton back on the building here, which I feel a little, you know, he's usually, like, not not biased or whatever, but he kind of, like, was talking to us about my Cowboys, which now makes me feel, like, a little <laughs> indifferent to him. Wow. However, he dropped some facts in the commercial break. What are you talking about? Uh, it, was, it was a little bit of opinionated facts, so I just needed just only facts, and he gave me an opinion piece, and Mike Patton usually doesn't do that, so I don't know what happened this time. Mike Patton. <laughs> oh, boy, I couldn't help it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's what happens when you lose to the Washington football team. Oh, mm. arguably the worst team in the league. I thought he are they that bad this they year? Always they always bad. Always Washington bad. suck. They're in your division. How do you not know this? I just, I just pay attention to the Chiefs. I know they're not in my division, but I never really looked at the Redskins. Like, eh. But, yeah, know, they, they big trash. I look at the Giants. Yeah, they, I heard about the Eagles. Put it like so, this. Before the game crazy. started, they, like, they're so terrible. Before the game started, they said y'all were the underdogs. <laughs> That's how I bad. I don't know I'm saying that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We have it. Listen, since Dak is out, I just think the morale has just been affected. You know, and Dak is out and Dak is gone. Dak is. First of all, we Dak won the game. Dak got hurt. We Y'all lost with Dak. Y'all had a bad record before I'm Dak got hurt. Oh, Mike Patton, you in the building. I appreciate you, man. NFL week seven. I got to get into it. Kyler Murray, the Cardinals, they upset Russell Wilson. Upset Seahawks. This NFC West. Uh, you a 49ers fan. Uh, shout out to uh, Shot as uh, Randy's boyfriend, big 49ers fan. Uh, the Rams, even the Rams, yes. still, uh, they showing up and showing out. Uh, Monday night game, uh, beat the Bears. Yeah, that was a, that was a, actually a really decent game, a low scoring game. Um, I did enjoy watching that. I usually try. It's really hard for me to watch other teams, uh, mm-hmm. even when we were sorry. <laughs> No, oh, seriously. Even, even my hometown, I got to watch other teams. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, to watch that game, I thought the Bears really had a, a bigger chance than they, they showed up and, and put out. But they just didn't. Oh, well, they did. I'll say this. The NFC West has got to be the toughest division, again, yeah. in the NFL. It just is. Yeah. Um, you're looking at uh, Kyler Murray and the, and the Cardinals. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I expected that to be an upset. I actually was going into this week, that week, last week. And I'm like, okay, I think the Cardinals can win this game. And, uh, you know, because the Cardinals have done this before, especially on Thursday night football, mm-hmm. they actually beat them one time. So I just remembered that going down and that happening. I was like, okay, cool. I think they got the pieces to make this happen. Plus, you got to also remember Seattle's defense is not the same Seattle's defense anymore. Right. They, uh, they picked up a piece today. Right. They picked up a piece today with uh, Carlos Dunlap getting traded from Bengals to the Seahawks. 
But other than that, right? And they still, still don't have the uh, what's the young safety Adams? They still he's still out. Yeah, he's out with a uh, I think growing growing injury. Uh, so it just even with him, they're still not a great defense like they once were. Bobby Wagner's still there, but no. Nah. Yeah, and I will say this: the the uh, the linebacker who is like a moving wall, KJ Wright. Yeah, he's still there too. Yeah, yeah, I, I seen that. I seen that man in person. He looks like a defensive lineman. He seriously looks that big. Hey man, you, him and Bobby move. Wagner. I, it's just good to see them still uh, playing together. I had uh, bigger expectations before uh, my boy. Uh, Atlanta's on Bruce Irvin went down, man, because I was like Bruce Irvin back in Seattle, back on that line. KJ Wright, Bobby Wagner got one of their boys back. Got this young kid, uh, Adams, the safety. I said, all right, you know what? I'm, I'm loving this. Uh, Bruce goes down, uh, Adams goes down. I'm just like, yeah, they can't catch a break. But that offense been holding them together just until they couldn't handle it, man. Kyler Murray. Man. The MVP, the MVP could uh, got bested by the young, by the young guns. Uh, the young Nick, uh, next the year's MVP. Man. The NFL better be mad as hell. Four years in a row, black quarterbacks will be the MVP. I'm calling it. I gotta call it. Right. We'll, we'll see what happens, but I, I'm just shocked that uh, Cliff uh, Kingsbury is actually uh, surprising me, coaching better in the NFL than he did in uh, college at Texas Tech, where he was a losing, <laughs> losing coach. Yes, he but, was. Uh, I can't believe it, but yeah, they're five and two, which you know it's pretty shocking to me. But uh, they're they're five and two, and then you got the 49ers coming on. You got, uh, I mean, the Rams, which I have to say, Jalen Ramsey, big ups to Jalen Ramsey, donated one million dollars to Purpose Prep Elementary School um, in Nashville. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, it's hard to school. They actually, my daughter attends, so oh, nice. can't you donate to school? My daughter attends. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. All right, let's shift gears uh, real quick. The Titans, the Titans, next I'm going with the Titans. So Titans take their first. Titans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember me asking him to put some money on this game, right? You remember he? Yeah, you went in asking for a lot. I think you just said you uh-huh. put your about twenty. You said wait, let's go twenty. I did say put twenty on. It. All the money he just won off the Falcons, and you know, <laughs> well, you know, he wouldn't even put up twenty dollars on the Titans beating us, and the Titans was at home. <laughs> Yes. The problem was, was I was with y'all instead of at home coaching. While oh, I'm you know, at. but don't do that. You had opportunity. I'll, you I'll, were watching. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> give you the. I'm gonna give you the real deal when it comes to the Titans. Titans offense. I'll say this from a positive. The Titans offense showed that even if Derrick Henry does not have a monster game running the football, they can still compete in games with Ryan Tannehill throwing the football with all the weapons he has. So they did show that. The it negative didn't, is it didn't, it didn't seem so in the AFC Championship. Less than a well, hundred. Less it's than a different year though. <laughs> it's a different. I know, but it's a different year though. So I, I, I'll say he's, he's evolved a little more. And I will say that also, you know, even though I did say that, uh, there's a negative, of course, also, and that's uh, Mike Rabel is your defensive coordinator. Yeah. Uh, for those that don't remember, I've talked about this before that Mike Rabel as defensive coordinator for the Houston Texans was pretty bad. And when he got named, when he said he was going to be more into the defense this year, I knew it was going to be trouble. And lo and behold, what do you see? You see defensive backs that can't, they can uh, stay disciplined on third and 12, stay on the outside shoulder of a guy running the slant, trying to be in the spot. I'm like, where are you going? And what happens? He cuts right around the outside, gets the first down on like third and 12. Then you have the same guy 
Then you have the same guy on third down. You have Jonathan Joseph, a veteran who should know better. On the slant pattern, Deontay Johnson catches it. The, uh, Johnson, uh, excuse me, Jonathan Joseph is out of position. Johnson goes right back outside. The same exact thing he did to Ty Hill in the first quarter. Touchdown again. And I'm like, okay. You know, discipline's bad, not making any tackles. That's the, that's the bad part. The good part is they're opportunistic as a defense. So if they could kind of put that together, it would kind of work out. But right now, hmm, not looking too good. But positive thing for them is there was another opportunistic defense that wasn't necessarily good either in all aspects. But they had a pass rush. That's the only difference. You know what that team is? Who is that? Was the Kansas City? That was the Kansas City Chiefs last I year. I knew he was going to say something about that. <laughs> I was not undefeated this year, Mike. They have lost. Neither are you. Neither are the Titans. <laughs> right, time, time is winding, y'all. Cam Newton does not look good, Mike. Well, briefly, then we got Cam, and then I got we got to talk about Odell. But Cam, Cam does right. not look good. What's going on? What's going on, my boy? Uh, short hopping throws, things like that. He's out of rhythm, and I kind of wonder if, uh, you know, he's, you know, I've, I've talked to a few people about potentially maybe effects of COVID actually, mm-hmm. you know, more than what he's telling us. That's what I, I honestly think is going on. That's something to think about. And then, of course, Odell Beckham, man. This is like, this got to be like the 15th uh, NFL player who are leaders on their team or, or stats makers, star players torn ACL. I, I, I just want to cancel the NFL because the ACL is being torn. Just call, don't cancel. Let everybody rest and come back out preseason. <laughs> I don't think that even helps because they might not have another preseason. But, uh, <laughs> you know, as far as uh, Odell Beckham, I mean, honestly, you know, he, he's out there trying to make a play, tackle a guy after Baker Mayfield makes a bonehead decision. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, but the funny part is, he turns around and has uh, I don't know how many uh, straight completions in a row. So, I mean, which make Baker Mayfield are you going to get? The bad Baker uh, Baker mm-hmm. Mayfield got him injured. The good make uh, Baker Mayfield won the game. So, which one is it going to be? And Jarvis Landry, please watch out because you can't go down either. If Cleveland wants to win. No, I need oh, them to lose because I got three hundred dollars riding on. <laughs> <laughs> I need them to lose. I leave it. I'm, I'm gonna get at least 150, but I'd like to get the whole 300. All right, here we go. Week eight predictions. Uh, a couple of games I'm looking there. All right, Mike, just just give me a winner. Bills, Patriots. Patriots. Steelers, Ravens. Ravens. Corn Ravens. Wow. 49ers, Seahawks. Uh, I'm gonna go Seahawks, even though I want the 49ers to win. Hey, man. Appreciate you, Mike. Another sports talk. Uh, I'll, we might call you next week because next week we got the election and stuff. But, uh, you know, just be on the lookout. I'm going to text you and be like, hey, we need you calling. We appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> go right. Titans. Go Titans. Go, go ahead, Ron. Go Titans. <laughs> you know what? All day go Titans because you know what? No matter what happens to my Titans, Randy's Cowboys lost a okay. motherfucking game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, appreciate you, Mike. <laughs> Imagine a world with black teachers, lawyers, politicians, and developers 
Imagine funds allocated for black entrepreneurship, local food banks, and a platform to educate. Ethopia.org pools resources within the black community. Learn to network and seek employment opportunities from trusted authorities. It's time for blacks in power. Register today at evopia.org. Yo, what's up, people? It's your boy Ali Sadiq from Comedy Central. Man, you know me. I'm black, educated, and broke as hell. I just want y'all to know, hey, man, keep listening to this podcast. Black, educated, and broke. It's your boy Ali Sadiq. Hey, man, get your cash up. Get your education up. And get your goddamn blackness up. Yes, sir. It's your boy Ron bringing you Ron's Rundown. Nothing but that hip-hop fire and straight sports knowledge. Black, educated, and broke is now in the building. You should be, too. Let's go. All right, guys. You are listening to Black, Educated, and Broke. Shout out to Mike Patton. You know, always doing his thing, having that sports talk. I feel like it'd be so funny because Maya and myself, I just feel like we just slowly kind of tune out. Like, Maya disappears from the video. And then I get to just... Right, my, that's Maya's bathroom break. Maya turns a mic off. Uh, y'all know we are syndicated, so we're in our different uh, studios. Maya just gets wow. the hell on. The call out. First of all, y'all wasn't supposed to notice me. I like try to like tiptoe out, and no one was supposed to notice. Well, uh, that, if you saw our like social media story on Wednesday, uh, you got put on blast. Exactly, sorry. your social media story <laughs> on Wednesday clearly showed you dipping out, drinking on your wine now. But anyway, um, but before that, you know what time it is? We got runs run down. I used to give him give him give him a tease, but he was talking so much noise about the Cowboys, he didn't earn that. Pretty this time. Wow. But anyway, um, Ron, what you want to talk about today, homeboy, your rundown? What's going on, kings and queens? So, uh, former vice president and now presidential candidate, Joe Biden came to Atlanta where he had a uh, COVID safe event. It was like a, a parking lot rally, if you will. Uh, he had Common and Offset perform for um, just to try to help get the people out to the polls. So while Offset and um, Common were trying to get people out to the polls, Atlanta's own one half of the legendary group, Outcast, Big Boy donated 150 mil meals to the poll workers here in Atlanta. So oh. shout out to the OG for that. Versus battles, y'all. Uh, I told y'all. Excuse me, Anna, for you to verse. I'm so sorry, really quick. Okay, real quick. Did y'all know that Common was dating Tiffany Haddish? Yeah. Did y'all even know this? Yeah. Okay, y'all see? So it was something that, I'm sorry, real quick, just take the thing. It was something that came out earlier this week that they had broke up, saying that, you know, because he was the B-A-N. The B-A-N? Yeah, he was the B-A-N. Uh, I never, well, he does, he's admitted to having uh, different mental issues. That's why he never dates, like, a long period of time with different, you see him with different women. So that is a known issue that he's in therapy over. So it, it probably, I mean, it, it probably is true. But Tiffany Haddish, Tiffany Haddish is a lot. Tiffany Haddish is a lot, though. She she seems like a lot, but whoever wrote that story, they hear up and took it down, and like right now, I think they still on, but I just did not know. But anyway, play back to me. Yeah, Versus battles. I told y'all the season two is about to start, and guess who send it off? The I already King know. And the snowman, baby. Snowman. It's going down. November uh, 19th uh, at 8 p.m. It's going to be the snowman versus the king. Uh, and then don't forget. Yeah. T 
and Bust is supposed to go at it too because T.I. told Bust, you know what? You've been on me, you've been at me. I tell you what, I'll battle you, but what? you cannot play a song before 2001 when I came out. Buster said, I ain't with nowhere, I'm with the shit. So right after Jeezy, hopefully they'll be setting up the T.I. and uh, Buster uh, versus battle. Easy. Did you see? Did you see Buster flaming that boy? Oh, they was going Why? back and forth. He called them niggas Ninja Turtles. That shit was funny as hell. Yeah, he but still he look said like looking Michelangelo with his shell off. That shit was funny as hell, bro. That was a true statement, but I'm confused. Wait a minute, you said the king <laughs> and you said the snowman. Well, okay, so Gucci not the snowman. It's still Jeezy the snowman. He never Mike. been. He never no, but, um, what a show. What a show we've had. Thank you, Zay, from the Just back. Just because he say he icy, that don't mean he the snowman. What does he go by? Jeezy has me? always been the snowman. Always. Oh who? Jeezy. So, so who does, um, uh-uh, uh-uh. You know what you said, a mulatto. Shut up. I really don't know. I'm asking a real ass question. So anyway, so Gucci, what is he What is he then? What, he, what does he be saying he is? Ice, ice cream. <laughs> I, That's I, a song. That's Master P. Wow. Gucci is something. He does. He did have the song with Jeezy called Icy. That was their commercial hit. He has never been a snowman. But he's never been a snowman. We all know that he went from old school Chevy to drop top portions. Couldn't walk a mile off the mountain. Okay. We, we have all know that. Gucci nickname, so we'll just move on then. He has another name. Oh, I, I don't know why. Y'all ATA aliens. What other, what other name? Y'all like should know the way he used to go by. He just always 1017. Guwah. Yeah, Guwah, that's it. That's it. East Atlanta Santa. He got an ice cream cone on the side of his face. East Atlanta Santa. That's the one I was getting confused with. All right. It's, it's ice cream. get that confused with that's the snowman? Winter. That's Christmas time. I think it's very. Thank you, Maya. Maya is giving her the shit. <laughs> I'm not giving that to her. I'm giving it to Ryan. Like, okay, just just let her. Let's move on. Like, I didn't know. Can I can I continue my rundown without any more interrupts? Next we is can't be promise another Tiffany that. Haddish story. So Good God. <laughs> we can't I'm promise. I'm sorry, that. ladies and gentlemen. Randy can't help it sometimes. But back to it. Uh, oh. oh, speaking of battles. So Q, October 31st. You know what that is. Yeah, that's, the, yeah, that's tomorrow, Halloween. Card. Yeah. <laughs> it's that a URL is... anniversary card. Right, 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 right. Let the people know who's on it this, on this battle. To be honest with you, the card is kind of weak. There's only really two that I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch B-Dot and Home to the God. And then yeah. the main event is Murder Mook and Tay Rock. Yeah, that's what everybody's is... waiting on. Yeah, the, the wrestling card is pretty weak. Uh, okay. Is chess on there? No. No. Okay. Matter of fact, uh, Danny Danny Myers and Jerry West. I like Jerry West, so I might watch that battle. Um, but other than that, that card is pretty weak. Murder Mook versus Tay Rock is the headliner. I got Murder Mook. I don't think Tay Rock is going to be able to hang with me. I'm going to be out trick or treating, so I'm going to try to keep up. Well, I'll let you know. I hit you on, on, a, on your text. I won't, even, I won't even expect you to watch that. But if you do want to watch that battle, as always, it is free on Caffeine. Uh, it will be at 8 p.m. It's about five battles. Uh, but the only one I'm really looking forward to is the Murder Mook and Tay Rock. Like I said, I got Mook. Uh, All right, then. Charlie Brown going to be on uh, Apple TV somewhere. Only on Apple TV. That's messed <laughs> up, man. Come on, ABC every year. So, 
Let's talk about the BET Hip Hop Awards. Was First it live? Off, was before it live? I say anything, before I say anything, now I already knew Miami was cute. Her voice is annoying as shit, but I always thought she was cute and had a nice vibe. Thank you. But that damn JT, cute. When did JT get that thick? I don't remember that, bro. Boy, you know, all the surgery happens, man. You can do whatever you want to do. <laughs> Boy, JT was on it. Matter of fact, Randy, could you play their performance for me, please? Yeah, yeah. Um, let's do that. JT is so pretty. She is. She didn't came is. up, though. She wasn't really that yeah, bad she, when they she, first yeah, came Yeah, she up. was not that bad at first. That, I, I hate to say it, but being locked up really did her justice. Like, I was thinking that earlier, like, preaching oh. to get some good. Because when she was locked up, um, Miami was stacking all the coins. Oh, yeah. So so she Miami is the one that got the little pig face, right? Wait a minute. <laughs> no, which one got a pig face? I don't think one of them got a pig face. <laughs> that didn't go to jail. Okay. That's Miami didn't go to jail. That's JT right there. Shout out to the city girls. You know what I'm saying? You know who else had a dope little performance? <laughs> it was her, uh, Tiana Taylor, oh, yeah. Erica Badu, and Brandy. They joint was dope. Brandy, you got a little something for me on that one too? What they do? I got a cipher. Oh, what did they do? Mike, you gonna like this. But tell me, what did they do? You about to see. I just told you. Ladies, listen. Uh, I want to be down. I've been up for a while. It looked oh, like I seen this. I thought this was fake. Tiana Taylor was looking scrub shut, boy. Oh, you, you like her strong in the face, huh? Strong in the face. Strong in the face. Okay. Tiana Taylor is cute. Look at her. We ain't say nothing bad. We just say strong in the face. But you can't cheat the grind. It's that rhythm and blues, pain, emotional hues. They just misuse it with unethical views. It's for Professional use. This only stemmed from the roots. I'm just enjoying the fruits, and I don't usually flex. I could if I wanted to. Uh, but I'm making exceptional. Filipino queen, my money green like vegetable. Who the first be? My way's too small. My face too cute. My game too strong. Your man too close. He on my phone about these bills. Put mommy on the phone. He ain't never coming on. Look. I'm about to go in. I'm going to get inside these bitches here. Like All right, Randy, you can cut that. I'm going to lace the no. crack in the floor. <laughs> 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 okay. Does Tiana rap? Tiana, she's a rapper. Anything. She rap and sing. I like that rapping. I I um uh, I seen like one singer performance. Brandy rapped at the end, too. I didn't really like her verse, though, but she like rapped at the end. I like her the much as well, either. Are Brandy right. rapping too? Yeah, I was gonna try to play it, but Mike Maron shut me down. So we catch it on our own. <laughs> All right, but uh, real quick, man, I want to run through these winners real quick. Uh, the best hip hop video went to Future and Drake for Life's Good. 
best okay. live performer went to Travis Scott. Uh, Hip Hop Album of the Year went to Roddy Rich. Well, please excuse me for being anti-social. Nice. Uh, video Director of the Year, ironically, went to Tiana Spike T. Taylor. The girl getting her getting her videos on. Uh, now this I thought was a little bit of BS. The Sweet Sixteen Best Feature Verse mm-hmm. went to Beyonce for that Savage Remix. Now. Y'all gonna find any kind of way to get Beyonce a damn award. I'm yes, pretty they sure. Yes, that they was will. a better verse. No, no, I'm pretty sure that was a better verse. Hold on, hold on. What, what was it? Who was in the category? Uh, I didn't write that part down, brother. Looking ass boy. Come I don't. I don't think it even matters. And shout out to the Beehive when they hear this, they gonna put us on. We appreciate you. Trash. All right, anyway. but uh, hip hop artist of the year went to Megan Thee Stallion. Some people congrats, feel like Lil Baby should have got it, but Megan won. Uh, Megan also won uh, Best Collaboration and also Hustler of the Year. Shout out to her. Lyrics of the Year went to Rhapsody. She damn sure uh, did deserve that Rhapsody vote. Uh, Best Hip Hop Artist went to Pop Smoke. Producer of the Year went to Cube Boy Hit Boy. Uh, The most impactful track went to Lil Baby for The Bigger Picture. Shout out to him for that. Love that song. Uh, Master P got the I Am Hip Hop Award. Well deserved. Uh, y'all nice. know everything nice. done in the rap game. So shout out to the OG. Uh, best duo group, Maya. You can appreciate that. Your boo, CB, Chris Brown. He won with a uh, young thug. And uh, DJ of the year went to D Nice. Uh, best uh, international flow went to Stormzy, who is a UK rapper. And uh, the best hip hop platform. Went to black, educated, and broke. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? And uh, we're going to yeah. share a little bit of that with Joe Button. But uh, <laughs> just a little bit of that. Also, I want to shout out uh, the baby and uh, 42 Doug. They performed, did well. Uh, Two Chains and Lil Wayne did Money Makers. That went down. They had the lady speaking in the middle of it. That kind of threw me off. But Shout out Clark I'm Atlanta. On. Clark Atlanta. We black. You know okay. Find a way to um, make it. Who else? Oh, the uh, the Caribbean uh, little cipher they did. Shout out to this young lady named Shinsia. Uh, Good God. Would you suck a fart out her butt? I would never. I would neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> There you go. You know what? This this virtual BET Hip Hop Awards sound like something I'm going to have to go back and watch. This sound better oh, than the last 10. Shout out awards, to the 85 South Shows. They did a damn good job hosting that, man. They really did. They hosted. I oh, hosted. Yeah, it was pretty good, too. DC really Young Fly, AT. Yes, Okay. Shinsia. Yeah, Shinsia. I'm going to show it. This is who y'all talking about. Shinsia. Shinsia, that's what it looked like you said. Okay, yeah, Shinsia. Okay. I might actually go back and, and look at this because I ain't watched the hip hop award. When did Cat Williams go? Okay, y'all can hear Yes, sir. Why? Me know you want me truly, but girl you want so you get it unruly. Me shake it up and then me throw it like a loady. Body good and me prettier than a ruby. Me have the right wine, the right wine for all and tie you down in the night time. The way me moving, move your slide. Him a give me money, pull up and I say fairy wine when me put it in a reverse. Put in a reverse, me a blessing while some other girl a curse. Put in a reverse, me lock it up then me turn and wine. Mama put in a reverse. I 
Right. I didn't want me to stop that video. I see. Okay. Oh, you didn't have to stop that. Oh, <laughs> I was, saying, I was, I was wondering if uh, Ron was going to understand what she was saying. Yeah, I understand. I've been losing the Your country bumpkin ass do yeah, not know what they say. You know where he and she go. Ron, there was an excellent rundown. I actually yes, am excited about the hip hop awards. Like right? I said, I ain't watched this since Cat hosted. You, how long ago that was? Thank you, Mike. I appreciate that. <laughs> That but uh, really that's all I got for the rundown. Y'all can follow me on Twitter at MRFYPM. Let me know if I missed some of the hip hop awards. Let me know what your favorite part was. Giddy. All right, Ron. Shout out to Ron's rundown. I too enjoyed it. No. Maybe not you, but I enjoyed your rundown. Okay, guys. So um, I will you go. You know what? And, uh, we're already like getting ready to wrap it up. So this show has been an amazing show. Shout out again to Sydney A. Shout out to Mike Patton. Okay. And um, shout out to all of us to be coming up on our next couple of shows. So I want to say a couple things that's going on. Uh, our next time that you hear us, guys, we are going to be in a new home. Okay. We are going to be moving over to uh, Fusion Radio. Fusion Radio, guys. But you'll still be able to listen to listen us to the same ways on your favorite social platforms which we're on how can they listen to us uh you can listen to us on uh, apple podcast you can listen to us on soundcloud google podcast spotify i'll tell the podcast thank you ron okay and guys also so you'll be able to see us um, on a stream so we're going to start going now when we're there is going live on our Facebook page, live on our YouTube page, and you'll be able to watch us on FusionRadio.com, uh, or you can find us on Fusion Radio on the app. So we're going to have all of this dropping for the next couple of days here so you can watch, subscribe, join, and join it in the fun. Now, also, another thing we have going on, there's our website, Black Educated and Broke, where the Mayan blog is, is hosted. And I see that Maya put out a new blog. So Maya, for those who haven't read it, give them a tease about what they can see. So I kind of got a little personal with this uh, blog. I actually talked about seasonal depression, how it's impacted my life, um, some of the signs, some of the ways to try to fight it because it is something that is hard to fight. And, you know, it is hard. It's getting time where the holidays are coming up. You start realizing family members aren't here anymore, certain loved ones you don't talk to as often. And then on top of the whole pandemic, it kind of makes it hard to love on each other like you normally would. So, yeah, I just kind of hit on the things and how it's, I've been trying to fight it and how I've been, you know, noticing signs within my own self. So I don't know. Read it. Don't read it. Hey, it helped me. So read it. Read it. Read it. <laughs> read it, guys, at blackeducatedandbroke.com. And, um, you know, we did not really do in the church said. I meant to get a Sydney A to do it, but, you know, Mike B, who prayed for us when we went down and all of that good stuff. Why don't you say something in the church said, Mike, for us one time, but we dip it up out of here? Hey, man, I know uh, 2020 has been a year, um, but besides some of you all, maybe because you're bored, uh, we've had a lot of celebrity deaths, but uh, the old folks used to say this all the time. It's only a test, and every test that you take, the goal is to pass, and church said. Amen. It's been your girl radio. Mike B. It's Maya. It's your boy Ron, and ain't shit changed. Can't make this thing his stop. And per usual, it's time for Q to take over. We see you guys next week, right after the election. Hopefully, we uh, vote, have vote, Agent, vote. we have Agent Orange getting us out of there. Or maybe we can see.
some progression in this country. Uh, but if not, you know, we strapped, locked, and loaded. So it don't even matter. Get my blades ready. There we We're go. going back to the Stewie. Peace. <laughs> You better get